Hi, I'm Edwin. And I'm Andrew. Sound the battle cry. Two men, 15 minutes, eternal impact. Welcome to Text Talk. For the Lord, gird your armor on, stand firm, everyone. Rest your Good morning, Edwin. Morning, Andrew. This is that week when all Americans are getting ready for their taxes. <laughs> well, except this year we get to um, wait another month, actually. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. It's not until May 17th, I think, actually, this year. Oh, well. Okay. So you, you got on the ball for no reason whatsoever. <laughs> it's like a tax holiday for the procrastinators. <laughs> it absolutely is. And shockingly, that's normally exactly who I am. However, I'm done. I'm well, done. we'll just have to change all of our prayer requests, but we'll save that for a month. <laughs> <laughs> this week is Psalm 33. It sure is Psalm 33. We got we to gotta get into the Word. It's going to be a great conversation. I want to read from the English Standard Version, Psalm 33. Shout for joy in the Lord, O you righteous. Praise befits the upright. Give thanks to the Lord with the lyre. Make melody to him with the harp of ten strings. Sing to him a new song. Play skillfully on the strings with loud shouts. For the word of the Lord is upright, and all his work is done in faithfulness. He loves righteousness and justice. The earth is full of the steadfast love of the Lord. By the word of the Lord, the heavens were made, and by the breath of his mouth, all their host. He gathers the waters of the sea as a heap. He puts the deep in storehouses. Let all the earth fear the Lord. Let all the inhabitants of the world stand in awe of him. For he spoke, and it came to be. He commanded, and it stood firm. The Lord brings the counsel of the nations to nothing. He frustrates the plans of the peoples. The counsel of the Lord stands forever. The plans of his heart to all generations. Blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord, the people whom he has chosen as his heritage. The Lord looks down from heaven. He sees all the children of man from where he sits enthroned. He looks out on all the inhabitants of the earth. He who fashions the hearts of them all and observes all their deeds. The king is not saved by his great army. A warrior is not delivered by his great strength. The war horse is a false hope for salvation, and by its great might, it cannot rescue. Behold, the eye of the Lord is on those who fear him, on those who hope in his steadfast love, that he may deliver their soul from death and keep them alive in famine. Our soul waits for the Lord. He is our help and our shield, for our heart is glad in him because we trust in his holy name. Let your steadfast love, O Lord, be upon us, even as we hope in you. Amen. Mm -hmm. Amen. One of the things I observe about Psalm 33, there's not one of the superscriptions, one of the little titles attached to it uh, that really I think we've had in all of them up till now. Few exceptions. If not all of them, almost all of them. Psalm 1 and 2, neither of those have superscriptions. And okay. Psalm, Psalm 10 does not have one. And the reason we find that in Psalm 10 is because that's the one, remember, Psalm 10 seems to go with Psalm 9. May actually go together. Right. In fact, even yeah. in the Septuagint, 9 and 10 are put together mm -hmm. as one psalm. So in the Greek edition of the Old Testament, the numbering after Psalm 9 is different from the numbering right. in the Hebrew text and mm -hmm. in our Bibles. So we've got those three exceptions. Psalm 1 and 2 seem to be those kind of gateway psalms into the mm -hmm. whole Psalter. 
Mm -hmm. And the, and then that issue with Psalm 10 probably goes together with nine, which leads people to believe that maybe Psalm 33 is actually supposed to go together with Psalm 32. If it's Ah. not, if it's not supposed to be considered one poem though, I don't think there's actually any manuscripts either in Greek or Hebrew that do that. Maybe there are, but if there are, there's not many. And um, one, one thing to note here is that, in the Septuagint, they do give it a heading of David. Ah, so the okay. Greek editors, when they put the Psalter together, they actually did put of David on this one. But, so, so a couple of the interesting Hebrew things did on it. not. The Hebrew, the Hebrew manuscripts not, don't have that. And then our English English follows the Hebrew. That's okay. correct. Now, okay. this issue of these two Psalms going together, though, I, in Psalm 9 and 10, it's just straight up obvious they go together. Because if you remember, those two Psalms were acrostic going through right. the Hebrew alphabet and where Psalm right. nine ended in the Hebrew alphabet, Psalm 10 picked up. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. lots of evidence that those two are supposed yeah. to get, go together. Neither of these two are like that. They're not acrostic though. Some people will point out that Psalm 33 has 22 verses, okay. which is equivalent to the number of letters in the Hebrew alphabet, but it does not constitute an acrostic there. It doesn't go through the Hebrew alphabet, but doesn't go through the, yeah. for some huh. reason, a lot of folks try to highlight, Hey, that's kind of interesting. Maybe there is this kind of alphabetizing idea that they have behind mm-hmm. this. They were mm-hmm. wanting to get the same number of lines or verses as the alphabet. I don't know what, what we might want to put into that, but here's, here's what is interesting. Okay. Look at Psalm 32 and verse 11. And then Psalm 33 and verse one, I'm going to go ahead and read it again out of the English standard version. Psalm 32 and verse 11, be glad in the Lord and rejoice, O righteous and shout for joy, all you upright in heart. Now listen to Psalm 33 and verse one and see if something sounds familiar. Shout for joy in the Lord, O you righteous, praise befits the upright. Did you catch any connections there? Well, yeah, boy, it sounds like almost the exact same verse. I mean, there's several uh, repetitions there, right? Yeah, yeah. they're not in the exact same order, but there's four. There are four parallels between verse 11 in Psalm 32 and verse 1 in Psalm 33. The the first is that this is all in the Lord. Both of them talk about all these things Mm -hmm. being in the Lord. In the Lord. Second, the righteous are called on. O you righteous. Mm Mm-hmm. Third, they are called to shout for joy. Mm-hmm. And fourth, along with the righteous, it is the upright. So we've got those four parallels between these two verses. And so it almost definitely seems that whoever wrote Psalm 33 had Psalm 32:11 as their kickoff. Mm-hmm. If it's David, mm-hmm. which I think it's probably pretty likely, but even yeah. if it's someone else, they got to Psalm 32, 11 and said, you know, I'm going to write about that and started right there with Psalm 33, 1. And, and now we've got Psalm 33. Yeah. That's such a neat idea to see them then as a functioning pair that way um, with with that hook, that that shared refrain concept. That's yeah. neat. Yeah. These two Psalms neat. definitely go together and they're, they're placed together. Once again, I, I am not, uh, I, I'm not aware of what an overarching order is on all these, but it's it's like no. almost every psalm when we get to the next, and I'm like, oh, okay, I get why that one's next. And and this is what <laughs> I see here in Psalm 33. Shout for joy in the Lord, O you righteous, praise befits the upright. Psalm 32 was so much about the the joy of forgiveness and the blessedness of forgiveness being pardoned by the Lord. Mm-hmm. Um, and now you pick up with this joy again, 
This seems to be more in a knowledge of the Lord, a provision and a sovereignty of the Lord. Oh, yeah. Uh, which, you know, it's still about the Lord, but these are different aspects or different reasons to rejoice in him and to express joy to him. Well, the end of Psalm 32 calls everybody to praise, and then Psalm 33 says, all right, here's how, and here's why. Mm, mm-hmm, he's he's mm-hmm. the sovereign Lord, the, the one who forgave yeah. us in Psalm 32 is the one who is king and, yes. and frustrates the counsels of the people who are against us. Let's all let's yes. all praise him. It's it's a powerful yes. connection. Powerful connection. I, I you know, and even as you say that, I think, and and we discussed this some with Psalm thirty two, how to be his people, you have to be a forgiven people. Mm-hmm. All right, and, he, and we talked about coming into the covenant to know his forgiveness, and so now in Psalm thirty three, we are covenant people, and what is our role to express uh, uh, praise him and express this joy to him? Absolutely, and. Here's what I find truly uplifting about this psalm. Mm. This this is clearly a praise song. This a lot is of praise. clearly a lot of praise going on in this. And so, folks, folks, when when they want to classify, ah, praise psalm, and they'll talk about it as an individual praise or a communal praise. But boy, it is praise. Mm-hmm. For me, though, as I read this, as we get to the end of it, we find a twist. Okay, I love movies with a twist. Do you like movies mm. with a twist? Sure. Yeah. I, I and I like <laughs> I like Who doesn't it. like a good movie with a twist? <laughs> well, you know, I've talked a surprise to ending. Yeah. I, I talk to people who are much smarter than me, who what they want to assure me is they figured out all the twists before they happened. Well, I tell you, they every never once seem in to a while. enjoy them. Yeah. I'll watch a I'll watch a movie with my wife. I saw a movie one time had a big twist ending. It blew my mind. It blew my mind. You have to watch this with me. You have to watch this with me. So we sit down to watch the movie. We had hardly gotten through the first five minutes, and she goes, "Oh, is it this way and this way?" And I mean, I just dropped my hand. I said, "How can you know that? It's so obvious." And you might as well shut the movie so, off then, because they're never going to enjoy it. Well, yeah, I guess. I guess. <laughs> so, so you know, I'm, I'm. You know, I, these, so, these so folks who are always telling twist? me how smart they are, I'm just like, yeah, but I enjoyed the movie. So, <laughs> yeah, I see a so twist. You see a, you see a twist here when this psalm is all about praise and God's power and sovereignty. What 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 could the twist be? Uh, praise, praise, praise. Things are wonderful. Things are great. He's doing all these wonderful things, and here's all the wonderful things he did. And then we get to verse 18. Behold, the eye of the Lord is on those who fear him, on those who hope in his steadfast love that he may deliver their soul from death and keep them alive in famine. Now that verse 19 right there automatically causes me to say, whoa, whoa, wait, 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 whoa, whoa, what's going on here? Um, mm. Death is on the line in this psalm. Uh, famine, mm. there's a famine going famine. on. Where did that come from? But, but it's really verses 20 through 22 that to me sets the pen in it. Our soul mm-hmm. waits for the Lord. Now, that idea of waiting for the Lord is not something that's used when you're in the midst of the victory he's already given. Waiting right. for the Lord is what you do when the victory hasn't come yet. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. all of this praise and all of this thanksgiving has led to this point of we are actually in a moment where we're waiting on him to act like that. We're looking We're looking for this deliverance. I, you know, I know that, uh, you know, you talk about the, the twist and you see it in 18 and 19, but he does start talking about how it is only the Lord who can deliver. We're not going to find that deliverance anywhere else. Uh, what in verse 16? Yes. Uh, yeah. It's the, an army can't deliver the King, the horse, 
you know, is, is a vain hope. You got to have the Lord for deliverance. And, you know, I think, I think that's interesting, the background of the famine, that all the different places we might look to, to solve our own problems, we have to look to the Lord. It's going to come from the Lord. The reason why I say we've got the twist here at the end is because I think even up to verse 17, you're left with the idea of, I've experienced this already. We know the Lord is the one who provided the deliverance. It's an amazing, great thing. But once we get into verse 19 and then verses 20 through 22, we realize, oh, wait a minute. This is not God's already done this. This is not after we've already crossed the Red Sea. This is not after we've already beaten the Moabites or the Ammonites. This is while we're waiting. You know, the the war Mm -hmm. is is about Mm -hmm. to happen or we're in Mm -hmm. the middle of it. And so 22 ends with, let your steadfast love, O Lord, be upon us, even as we hope in you. Even as we hope in you. So, So we're in this place where our victory is still our hope for the future. And Mm -hmm. so this is a time when normally we would have a lament. Things are bad. Famine is, we're in famine. Death is on the line. Lord, please deliver us from this. But in this Psalm, Mm -hmm. rather than the lament, what we get is the praise, Mm -hmm. no matter Mm -hmm. the situation. And Teaching us to praise no matter the situation. Yeah. So look, there are plenty of Psalms that teach us that there is a time to cry. There, there are plenty of psalms that show us life is not always a bed of roses, and in those moments it is okay to lament and to call out to God in tears and question and wonder and seek His help and His aid. But this is a psalm that shows that, you know what, that's also a time to praise God, because mm. we know what He's going to do. We know what He's going to do. We've seen it done in the past. We know it's going to happen again. And so despite the famine, despite the fact that death is on the line, despite the fact that we're waiting and hoping, we will still praise in those moments. Mm. And I I think that's a lesson I know I need to learn in Mm -hmm. the dark days. It's been a great day to start our conversation, Psalm 33, and we're so glad that you have joined us. We hope that we can be praising the Lord today no matter what. Send us an email what you're learning from the Psalms, text talk at christiansmeethere.org. Email us at text talk at christiansmeethere.org. Let's pray. Our great God and Father, we thank you, Lord, for today. We thank you, Lord, for this psalm. We see in it your power, your might, your mercy. And Father, we learn that even in dark times when when we're not sure about food in times of famine, about safety in times of war, that we can trust you, Father, to be the deliverer, to be the provider. To be your covenant people is such an incredible honor, privilege, and blessing. And we pray this day we might remember it and find many good reasons and cause to praise you, no matter what circumstance we find ourselves in. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thanks for talking about the text with us today. I'm Edwin Crozier, and I'd like to invite you to join the Christians who meet on Livingston Avenue in Lutz, Florida, this Sunday for our Bible classes and worship. You can find out more at christiansmeethere.org. Check out our daily written devotional that goes along with today's episode. You can find a link for it in our show notes. Michael Eldridge sang all four parts of our theme song. You can get more from him at acapeldridge.com. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review Text Talk in your favorite podcast app so others can find it and learn about it more easily. Have a fantastic day. Steady, steady, pass the word along. 
Onward, forward, shout aloud, Hosanna, Christ is captain of the mighty throne. So we are recording. Go ahead and talk. Talk, 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 and talking.